The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. that Jalen and I. It's uh, 338 on Monday afternoon, which of course means it's uh, time for another edition of The Hoot. Uh, joining us this week, Todd Hirsch, Vice President and Chief uh, Economist, ATB Financial. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Well, yeah, I keep forgetting <laughs> about good. the Vice President part. I won't <laughs> Very let him forget fancy. It. I know. It's so fancy, yeah. Did you get a better parking spot? No. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a parking spot at all. Oh no! Actually, <laughs> well, actually, you're a pretty. You know, you're pretty well, uh, with it. You probably bike to work. I actually walk to work oh. uh, when I'm. Yeah, I, when I'm in my office in Calgary, I can walk. But uh, I tend to be sort of located any given day somewhere in the province. So That's I'm true. a bit of a moving target. <laughs> I guess if I. Uh, had need for a parking spot, I might be able to get one, but I don't need one. So. <laughs> you. Well, you know what? If you have problems with that, I know a guy. Just uh, let me know. Uh, <laughs> Fairly connected over there. Uh, uh, Todd, <laughs> um, summer's here. You've been summer doing, is here. You've been doing some traveling. We all have some traveling plans coming up, and that's what you wanted to talk about today is, is travel and Albertans. Yeah, and we've talked on this segment before the importance of tourism in our economy. It's one of the fastest-growing sectors of our economy. But what we were interested in is when Albertans travel, what do they like to do or what actually attracts them to a certain city or a destination? So we did a little bit of survey research uh, about two weeks ago of Albertans and asked them questions about what are the attractions that you would actually travel as a tourist to visit. Now, before you tell us the results, Todd, before you go any further, uh, so just to clarify, are we talking about, you're talking about the importance of tourism to the province of Alberta. So are we talking about what uh, city or town in Alberta should or could have to attract tourists to help our economy? Or are you talking about what would prevent Albertans from leaving the province? Well, I guess it's a little bit of both. We know that a lot of Canadians are staying home this summer, both because of the value of the dollar and maybe some, you know, not so happy feelings towards the United States right now. Mm. But we are expecting more stay-at-home travel this summer. Our survey, it only uh, asked Albertans. So we don't actually know, say, what a tourist from France or a tourist from China uh, would like to do. So this is only Albertans. But we think it's a pretty good indication of our tourism strengths and weaknesses in Alberta. Okay, so uh, what made the list? Well, number one on the list with almost 74% of respondents. Now, this should be no surprise. Natural attractions, lakes, mountains, and parks. And that's what, I mean, here in Alberta, we exceed at all these things. We've got beautiful parks, uh, the mountain parks, um, parks across the province, uh, lakes, uh, boating, all those things. That's the number one reason why people go to a certain vacation spot. And that isn't a, b- a big surprise. That's, you know, a lot of uh, the tourism in Canada is based around our natural amenities. Well, and it's the perception, I think, and rightfully so, of people outside of Canada, the, specifically with regard to Alberta, that we have a great natural landscape here that you can enjoy. Some great, yeah, that's you know, right. Yeah, but but number two, and and the natural attractions is great, but there's nothing we can do about you know we can't build more mountains or we can't create more lakes. It's kind of fixed. We can develop some of those things, but. It's kind of a fixed asset. But some of these other ones are actually things that we could be perhaps doing more of. 
Number two on the list after natural attractions, the second most important, I, I guess, attraction, live music, mm. festivals, concerts, and performances. Hmm. So you think about things like, um, well, all of the, the music festivals around the province throughout the year. You think about uh, the Folk Fest in Edmonton, of course. Uh, what's the big one in Camrose? The name of it escapes me at the big moment. Valley big Valley. Valley. Big Valley. Yeah, yep. Big Valley. All of those kinds of things that attract thousands of people. And they will actually build that into uh, their vacation. Hmm. Yeah. And, those, and yeah. those are the kinds of things that, you know, we could be doing maybe more of. And in fact, I know we've talked about this before, too, the fact that Edmonton now has Rogers Place Arena, mm-hmm. where you can attract the bigger concerts. This really gets under the skin of us here in Calgary, <laughs> because the concerts skip over Calgary and they go to Edmonton. Mm-hmm. And it actually does draw people from Calgary. They might go reluctantly, but they're going up to Edmonton to see these big concerts. You know, and that's, I, think, I think that's fantastic. Yeah, it's interesting because I know there's oftentimes a debate, uh, the, you know, the arena specifically, but just in general, when government uh, supports the arts, oftentimes people are like, well, isn't it more important to put that mm-hmm. money into this, that, or the other thing rather than uh, the arts? But if the arts are the reason people are coming, that then generates money that goes into those other things. That's absolutely right, and according to this, it's the number two reason people will visit a specific city or location is live music. There was a there was a concert on Saturday or a couple down Kinsman Field. What was it called? Sound Fest or something yep. like that. Had a, a whole festival, bunch of yeah. uh, '90s acts there, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. the place was just packed. Yeah. You know, just yeah. all sorts yep. of people down there. And I think, I'm not sure if, I, I had not heard of it before, so I was wondering if it was brand new thing. I had not but heard yeah, of it before either. there was a either. lot of folks But down you, there. you look at the trickle effect of something like yeah. that, right, which I believe is a new um, new uh, festival. So you not only have the money that's spent at the festival, but you have employment opportunities uh-huh. and you have a branding opportunities where people say, you know, rather than go to California to this whatever, I would go to Alberta, to Edmonton mm-hmm. for that festival. Some of the same acts that you would see. Yeah, for sure. At, at some of these famous California festivals. Yeah, and it's and it's one that we can as, I mean, we can't build more mountains, but we can have more music festivals or build on the ones that we already do a really good job on. So it's, it's I thought that was interesting. It was number two. Yeah, what I find interesting, and not surprising the first two, what I find interesting is that number three almost matched number two. And that's historical sites. Right. Yeah. And that would be things like Ford Edmonton Park down here in Calgary would be Heritage Park. It would be things like the Heads Nest in Buffalo Jump. Yeah. I was, I, I don't know, I shouldn't say I was surprised that it was number three, but uh, pretty strong showing for, you know, people's attachment to heritage and to... Uh, things that give us that sense of our history here in Alberta. Do you know, I was surprised. I will say I was surprised, but, you know, I gave it some thought after that and thought, but, you know, on any given trip, and it really doesn't matter where you are, there comes day three or four where you're you're thinking, what can we do that's different? And that's mm-hmm. a sort of just a different amenity associated with, like, Heritage Park or... Fort Edmonton Park. Those are just things that you go, well, what about that? And I think there's, there's in some cases, if you travel, for example, to Europe or, or whatnot, there's so much history everywhere. Yes, deep, like, deep it's history. just deep, yeah. long history. And, and I, I sometimes wonder if, you know, as, as Canadians, we are now we want to find out more about our history. Hmm. And, yeah. uh, and, and that's, a, that's a bit of a pull as well. Yeah, and I think it's a great thing to do on vacation, especially with kids. Uh-huh. Um, the kids might not naturally be inclined to ask to do this, 
but they probably will find out it was a lot more interesting than they thought it was going to be. Well, but can you imagine Drum Heller going down to the, the mm-hmm. museum down there? You want to talk about history. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of those uh, things like Drum Heller, like Fort Edmonton Park, where you don't think that you'll enjoy it as much as you end up enjoying it when you go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, two that showed up uh, quite high on the list. I don't think I put them in the email to you guys, but I thought this was really interesting. Tied for number, I guess it would be fourth and fifth spot. Both spectator sport and food and beverage. Really? So people will, you know, maybe it's not a surprise that a third of people will travel to a specific location because of maybe an Oilers game or maybe a major sporting event of some sort. Um, obviously, a lot of talk right now about the World Cup. Uh, you know, if Edmonton has some games there, obviously that's going to draw people. But just as many people in 2018 will travel because of a specific restaurant hmm. or a food festival or a wine festival or those kinds of things that are becoming much, much more uh, commonplace and much more popular with tourists. Well, I travel over to Jay's house for rum, so I can see. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a bit of a journey on some. It is some days through construction. Yeah. <laughs> so what were the uh, what were the lower end ones on this uh, study? Well, the lower end ones, I was a bit disappointed because these are all the things that attract me, and so <laughs> I thought, I guess I'm the minority. Um, an art gallery, art show showed pretty poorly, only eighteen percent. A casino, only fifteen percent, which huh. I thought was a bit low. Maybe it's because in Alberta, casinos are a bit more commonplace. Um, other places in the world where you don't have a casino, you might go to Las Vegas because there's casinos. Mm. Um, a literary event or a book sale, only 12, 12%. <laughs> well, I think 12 I'd is to, high. I'd go, to <laughs> I'd go to something like that, but that's just me. So, you know, there's a few things that aren't quite as high, but I think the basic message is to attract more tourists to encourage more Albertans to, you know, maybe spend some more of their holiday dollars here in their own backyard. You don't need just one thing. You need a smorgasbord mm-hmm. of different kinds of things. Do you know, one of Everything- the things, uh, Todd, that was very, I think, if not bottom, very near the bottom was a special building at only 4%. Um, yeah. But again, it's it's just adds to the experience, as you just mentioned. But I'm curious, uh, West Edmonton Mall, while not a single building, it used to be uh, quite a draw for tourists. Was that uh, was a mall or retail on your list? Well, it wasn't on the list. No, I, be, I guess the closest thing, West Edmonton Mall's got a lot of things going on in it. And a Carnival Midway Amusement Park, 21% showed up there. Mm. Um, hmm. That would probably be the closest thing. Yeah, actually, it's, it's, um, it, retail didn't show up on the list that, like to go shopping. But um, in some ways, probably people don't think about it. But I bet a lot of people, when they go to New York, what they want to do is go shopping, right? My wife's and, number one reason for going to Las Vegas is shopping. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people. Yeah. If you're not really interested in, in casinos, um, there's a lot to do in Vegas, but they've got some great factory outlets and some great shopping there, yeah, too. They do. So, hmm. Yeah, we do. We can't afford to buy anything there now. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Where, where are you doing any um, traveling outside of work in Alberta this summer? 
Um, probably this summer, not as much. I mean, I'm always up in Edmonton because I've got family up in Edmonton. My mom's in Edmonton, so I'm always up in Edmonton, and it's always great uh, doing some of those things. Definitely, I'll be spending some holiday time at the Fringe. Oh, awesome. For sure. So, But I, I guess I'm in Edmonton so often, I don't even think of that as holiday anymore. It's just, for me, it's the other side of the river, but yeah. it's the Red Deer yeah. River that it's the other side of the river. <laughs> I love it. All right, Todd. Well, have a good one, and uh, you'll be chatting with Andrew next weekend. Okay, yeah, and it'll be me back with uh, Andrew next week. Sounds good. good. Thanks, Todd. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Have a good day. You too. Looking forward to heading to Jasper next week. Haven't been to Jasper in ages. Speaking of uh, tourism in Alberta. Yeah, and uh, Coach and I used to go to Jasper all the time. Last couple of years, haven't been there at all. It is one of our favorite places in this province to go to, so Mm. looking to to park my butt beside the river and watch it go by for a few days. My uh, sons and I are searching for the perfect place to rendezvous on a weekend when I'm not working to go fishing. So oh, I haven't, haven't figured out where that is yet, but we're all we're all very excited to go do it. So Chadville, where's a good yeah, place a good to go fishing? North of Calgary, south of Edmonton. Yeah, something in the, the Red Deer area, I guess, would be ideal. Yeah. Because one son's in Calgary, one's in Edmonton. But we're really stoked for it. Or failing that, something where um, the bigs and the littles and my wife and I all go and maybe rent a place that has got fishing nearby, something like yeah, that. Yeah, go up to Slave Lake, go to Shaw's Point. It's a four-hour drive north from here. but Well, which makes it a seven-hour yeah. drive for the bigs, right? It's a great so, spot, though. Yeah. Hmm. Something where we're not going to be regulated to death. I mean, we all have fishing licenses and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> what do you mean regulated? Yeah, you know, like I I don't want to be standing next to 200 other fishermen with a fishing feathers guy walking around checking. You know, I, I would like some secluded little kind of, I guess I want the dream. Every well, fisherman's dream. Yeah, you dream, might want a tent then. one spot, yeah, <laughs> maybe. I mean, I could just head back to Old McDonald's. They've got fishing in Buffalo Lake. I yeah, know you could do that. You could do that for the weekend. Yeah, stay at Kevin's house. Yeah, or bring a tent. Or stay at Kevin's house. Yeah, I know. It's got running water. Yeah, okay. And a liquor cabinet. It seems like a better. Well, I know, but you're also bringing two other people with you. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I was it's thinking about just, just myself. Yeah, true. <laughs> hmm. Maybe motorhome it. No, that's camping again. My wife. Has well, put your her wife doesn't want to go. She doesn't want to camp. She's, well, she doesn't she's have done. to go. If this is just for you and the, and the kids. Well, it originally was. And then when it was I, just you and the boys. The boys came up with the idea, not me. Mm. And I was like, I would love to do that. And then everybody else was kind of like, well, you know what we should do is get this whole big gathering mm-hmm. together of the gross clan. Nobody needs that. I just really, I kind of, is it wrong of me? I, I, I do things with my daughters, but I would like to just do this with my sons. And I just, just wanna, do it with your sons. Yeah. I just want to fish and talk and laugh and yeah. have some beers. Coach used to go up to the lake all the time with the boys. Oh, where'd he go? Slave Lake, yeah, Shaw's right. Point, because we okay. had a place up there. Wow, okay. All right. Well, I'll look into it. Oh, we have fishing spots. Brian's on the phone. He has fishing oh. spots. Hi, Brian. Hi, how's this afternoon? Good, Good. how are Good. you? Awesome. Hey, you know, Andrew, someplace really close to Edmonton. I was there yesterday. Uh, the wife and I got about 30 or 40 each. Oh, What? Wobbleman. Yeah, I've heard that. I, I had a relative who used to have a cottage in uh, Wobbleman Lake, by yeah. Wobbleman Lake. Yeah, it was beautiful. I never fished there, though. Yeah, well, you see, since the oil spill there about 10 years ago, yeah. nothing, nothing's been able to take, be taken out. So the breeding fuck in there is supreme. Huh. There is, 
picture, at one point I counted 65 boats around me, water skiing and stuff, and the wife and I were just yanking them in left and right. Well, Brian, are there places out there, um, like cabins that you can rent to stay in? Oh, we lost Brian. I think Brian. we lost he Brian. He went back fishing. Oh, I think we lost him. We can hmm. Google that and find out. Did he say 40 each? Yeah, well, 30, yeah, 40, yeah. It's got to be a catch and release situation. Yeah. Go camping west of Red Deer. Lots of great fishing. Ram Falls on the trunk road between Sundre and Nordegg. Um, the Narrows at Buffalo Lake has uh, good fishing. Gull Lake is awesome for fishing. Not too crazy. Uh, maybe go to Kananaskis. That's expensive. Yeah, that's Chain what I mean. Lakes near Clive. Pine Lake. Kananaskis would be nice, obviously, but... Mm, the David Thompson Resort west of Rocky Mountain House. Yeah, someday. That's... Uh, <laughs> you might have to get off your wallet for it that It might be one, less I'm expensive afraid. to buy the fish, though. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I just want the fishing experience. Exactly. I don't want to spend a lot of money. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.